So, hey, yeah. Recording. Just the two of us. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Cool. Sorry I made you watch this movie. <sighs> Words are cheap, Matt. Words are cheap. I know, that's why I use them. They don't they don't cost nothing. Yeah, so why'd you pick this film, Matt? What is this? Some kind of gotcha podcast? Now, I just want to know why you did this to me. <laughs> you get the movie pick you deserve, Logan. It, it, what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, honestly, it was because... I don't know, I'm used to it being like a month before I have to pick again. And I didn't think about the fact that it being just you and me on the podcast meant that I would have to pick a movie. Well, I could have picked a movie. Yeah, but you brought it up, and so I looked up what was new on Netflix and Teen Witch was on there. So I had to pick Teen Witch. The cult classic. Is it? No. Is it? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people love this movie because of how bad it is. It's, it's like it's a kid movie. It's like a tween movie. It's like a old guy made a movie to like awaken something in adolescence. That's what it seems like to me. Like it's trying to get kids horny. It didn't work on me. I'm not a kid, so. Well, I mean. And you can be honest. How many times did you masturbate during it? None. Nine? That's N- none. not too bad. Zero. Whoa, what? Okay, well, that's a little surprising, but... I mean... That's you know, that's that's your business, Logan. That's your business now. <laughs> My business meaning I'm going to make money from it somehow? I guess, by asking how many times people masturbate that's a really weird business model Matt. i don't know why you think that'll work oh i thought you were talking about yourself specifically like you masturbating is my business i'm gonna make oh that that's of my somehow. business with the bank the sperm bank uh yeah sure that one Welcome to Hey, let's talk about that movie, whatever, the only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. I like how Colonel Sanders introduced us. I know, it was really nice of him to come in for that. So yeah, you want to take the reins on this? Where did I put my phone? I had it one second ago, and I guess when I was done, I just threw it across the room or something? Because it's not... Okay, here it is. Yeah, I don't know where mine is either. You want me to call it? No. Hey. Let's talk about... Let's just talk about the movie. You ready? Okay. All right. This week's movie is Teen Witch, a 1989 movie made by some weirdo and starring Robin Lively, who is a uh, sister to Blake Lively, who uh, you may you might know from hosting an episode of SNL. So that's that's all I knew her from. Cool. Yeah. So Logan, 
would you recommend the movie? No. No. Okay. Not at all, really. Mm, okay. Hey. Okay. Oh, hey, Matt, would you pick the movie? Uh, you would definitely pick this movie. I no, I, there's no way I'd pick this movie. It's insane. You did, uh, but I would don't you know. That it? doesn't sound right. Oh, would I recommend it? Um, no, I wouldn't recommend it. I actually think that this movie, um, this movie is like a train wreck, but like if the train crashed into the eighties, and like the eighties died, and so the the eighties was killed. Uh, By a and train? The, yeah, exactly. And the only survivor uh, uh, on the train was like some weird old like pervert uh, movie director. And so he like gets out and starts trying to like tell you that you two have to repopulate the world. And you're like, that doesn't make sense. It was just a train crash. But he's like still just he's trying to seduce you and he thinks he's doing like a really good job is he like is he trying to get you to repopulate the world with the train because that's really weird no like the two of you like he wants to bang you oh okay i was telling you i thought he was saying like fuck the train that's really weird no no no. you were just standing there and you saw the train wreck yeah and then he's like you have to repopulate this world by having sex with this train uh, he might throw that in somewhere at some point to get you turned around because he thinks he's like smart, and you're just like, no, I'm not confused by that. It just doesn't make sense. And he's like, ah, oh, well, you better take your pants off then. So, anyways, this uh, weird old guy is ineffectually trying to have sex with you, and he thinks he's good at it, and you don't like it. And the corpse of the 80s is laying on the ground with its eyes open, just like staring up at you the the whole time. That's kind of what this movie's like. You know, so if you think you'd be into that, then yeah, you you should watch it. I actually, honestly, I think that this movie would be really fun to watch with a lot of people. I don't. But I do. I do think it would be fun. Um, Why? (laughs) <laughs> that thing where you're talking to somebody and then something fucking weird is happening on TV that looks really stupid and it just makes you laugh. It'd be really fun. You know what a better movie to put on is? You want to know a better one? Do you? No. Okay. Wait, did you say do you know or would you want to know? I asked if you wanted to know. No. Okay. All right, what? Jason X. It's really Is good that your that. pick for next week? No. Okay. Do but... I get to pick again? No, I'm picking this week. Okay, don't pick anything dumb. Uh, I'm going to pick something dumb and awesome. It's going to be the best. But anyways, the reason I didn't like the movie is because... Well, I didn't like it because it's bad. But... um. I I think it would be fun to watch with people, but just watching the movie by myself combined with the fact that I picked it, (laughs) just that equation equals, like, I basically just decided to watch Teen Witch by myself in my house. I know, and that made me fucking mad and upset. just made me want to, like, shoot my fucking legs off and like 
That's give them to somebody else because I'm not using these fucking legs. I'm just going to sit in my goddamn house watching fucking Teen Witch, apparently. Maybe somebody else can use them to go outside and look at the world and see what's happening and, and talk to people. About Teen Witch? No, I can do that from my house. That's cool. Let's, let's prove that right now. All right, so you wouldn't recommend it. No. No, okay. I would not. All right, so um, if you had to guess, how much money do you think this movie costs? Uh, five million. Uh, two point five. And if you had is, to guess, is what that do you adjusted th- for inflation? No. You should figure that out. All right, I'll. I won't do that. Um, if you had to guess, what would you guess the box office was? Uh, twenty thousand. Fifty-seven dollars. What? No, I made it up. I don't know. Okay. Twenty-seven, twenty-seven thousand. You were close. You underestimated the the box office power of the Teen Witch. I guess. Okay. All right. So let's talk about this movie. Starts off with this uh, horny opening credits sequence uh, with the song that was all like, "Never gonna be the same again." And I was just wondering, is that like a reference to sex? Like. Like, cause you won't be the same because of how hard you did sex. I don't know. All right, that's what I thought of, anyways. the The main girl wakes up. Blake Lively's sister Louise, and like her brother is like under her bed eating cake. Yeah, they establish right away how fucked up all of these this family is, cause apparently her little brother just hangs out under her bed while she's in bed, just eating snacks and like reading her diary that's seems unhealthy to me yeah probably yeah why not good to like keep snacks under someone's bed doesn't seem like it would keep very well i imagine he was there all night too i don't think so i think he was you think he just lives under her bed like a little troll i think he does and I think the parents don't notice because they don't give a shit where he is. Like that little shit's like not bothering me. Yeah, that's good enough. I'm not going to seek him out. She goes outside and meets her friend. And I wanted to ask uh, something. They're looking at, there's like a popular girl like getting a ride across the street. And she's like dressed sexy, I guess. And her friend says... You'll never catch me wearing something like that. And then Louise says, I'll say. And then they both laugh like that means something. I don't know what it means, though. I think it means she said something like that. She wouldn't wear it. Just they were laughing because she agreed with her friend or she was coming on to her like she's trying to get her to wear more revealing attire. She's like, no, I'll say. Her attire wasn't even revealing, though. Yeah, but it was popular, I guess. And then it goes to the high school, and you know it's the high school because there are some kids that are constantly... Like, I don't want to call them rapping geeks because while they are most certainly weird geeks, 
I don't know that what they're doing could necessarily be called rapping. Like, I don't know if it technically uh, is. Ah, I think they are. Yeah, you think so? I think some. Like, I think they're supposed to be rapping, and they just badly dubbed it when they're really just lip syncing. I think what they were doing is rapping in the way that Teen Witch is a movie. Does that make sense? Teen Witch is a movie. All right, you said it. <laughs> you think it's a real movie. It is. It's just a bad movie. Okay. This brings me to a question that I have. Um, did they say what planet this is happening on at any point? Yes. Do you know... I missed that part. What was it called? They were saying, like, well, they said, welcome to Earth, and then she punched an alien in the face. I totally missed that part. Did I fall asleep? Or did Probably. you fall asleep and dream about a different movie? Does really make a difference? Makes a difference if you feel it makes a difference, Logan. Come on, get hyped up. You need to hire energy. Woo, let's go. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! You know, that, that nerdy guy she went to the dance with, he was like, she was, he was all like willing to get her high and stuff. She's like, no, weed's bad. What the fuck was up with that guy? I don't know. Like, I don't know. He, like, he seemed like a real creep, but I, I liked his sense of style yeah. though. Like, he had really good. She's like, cool bow tie. I was like, man, that bow tie is fucking sweet, dude. And his hair is awesome. I don't know what you're bitching about. Yeah, his character was like offensive. Yeah. He's like a huge geekazoid, but he was also very threatening. Like, he seemed yeah. really creepy all the time. And then at one point, yeah, he was just like, hey, you want to smoke some weed? And she's like, oh, uh, no. And I was like, oh, well, I I don't know what to think about either of these people, because... <laughs> I mean, you're really torn in that scene. <laughs> The the rapping in this movie, though, I imagine the way that this came about is that, like, the music was done by the the Weir brothers. And I wondered, um, you think they ever go, like, meet people for the first time and they say, Weir brothers? No. No? No. Okay. Yeah. They seem too lame to do that, in my opinion. All right, so the Weird Brothers, um, the scenario I imagine, I imagine it probably went down. Uh, they were in like the last meeting to like get this gig to write these songs, and then whoever was telling them like, "Oh, can you and can you do rapping? Cause kids like rapping, so we want that in the movie." And they were like, "Oh yeah, for sure, we can do rapping. We know what that is." And then they were like, okay, great, you have the job. And then they like rushed out to find out what rapping means. And they, uh, somebody showed them like the Super Bowl shuffle. And they were like, okay, this is great. I love this. Obviously, this, we're not going to be able to make something as good as this. This is, this must be the, the pinnacle of what rap can possibly be. Uh, but, if we can make something a tenth as good as this, then uh, we've done our jobs. And I do think they were successful in making raps a tenth as good as the Super Bowl shuffle. What do you think, Logan? Uh, how how would you compare their 
their wraps fractionally to the Super Bowl shuffle. Uh, I was about to ask you this. What was the Super? What's the Super Bowl shuffle? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you don't know what the Super Bowl shuffle? No. All right, look up the Super Bowl shuffle. It was like a couple years before this. And just watch that video. I think it was the Chicago Bears. One year they were going to the Super Bowl, and they all they made a rap video of each of them rapping about how they're good at football and at rapping. It's really... <laughs> Is it good? Were they good at rapping or the Super Bowl? Did they win the Super Bowl? Oh, hey. Hey. The Super Bowl is this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so I could probably play this off like like that's why I picked this movie is because it has the Super Bowl shuffle in it. It does? It basically does like every song, but it's about high school instead of Super Bowls. I don't think that's the same. Oh, okay. The Chicago Bears did win the Super Bowl after doing the shuffle. Yeah. Yep. So good on you, Chicago Bears shuffling crew. Yeah, good for those guys. I would also suggest you should listen to uh, Get Metsmerized, which predates the Super Bowl shuffle. Because that is pretty good, too. And by pretty good, I mean it's not good. Why do I keep suggesting people listen to or watch things that are bad? What's wrong? I don't know. I actually, I was talking to Dylan recently, and I was telling him, like, I figured out I need to just start picking movies that I want to talk about. Yeah. But then last week, the same thing that always happens is you go, hey, pick a movie. And I go, fuck, um, this one. Well, that would have been... (laughs) I thought you really wanted to talk about Teen Witch, but you just got close. You're like, uh, yeah, bye. <laughs> well, we're doing it now, so. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Logan. Fine. All right, so she, she, she goes to class, and she's got a really creepy teacher. Yeah, that guy was a dick. Like, he would have been fired. Like, that's really creepy. Yeah. He was completely inappropriate to her. And it seemed like only to her. Like, he didn't fuck with anybody else as far as we saw. Yeah. But I was wondering, after I saw the rest of this movie, I was kind of wondering, like, is he supposed to be a bad guy? Because I feel like the director may have, like, identified with that character, like, and think that he's cool. No, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be a bad guy. So, like, when terrible things happen to him, you're not supposed to feel any empathy. When she uses her magical powers to ruin his life. See, even that, though, when she finally gets revenge on him, the revenge she gets is she makes him strip in front of them. Yeah. Which, that's still kind of... That was super creepy. This is part of what what I'm basing my my thing on, is the director is like, "Uh, of course, if, if a young girl could could... Uh, have me do anything she'd want to make me strip in front of her I think this this creepy teacher is a director surrogate I don't know Since man. He's, he's like ah, people won't be able to identify with some young girl let's put in this uh, this this man who we'll all identify with 
who's constantly harassing her. Yeah, he was he was creepy though. He's like teasing her, reading her weird chocolate covered diary thing yeah. in front of the class, and then later he like knocks her purse over or something, and he like starts going through her purse, and like she she says, "Please don't go through my purse," and he just starts going through it and showing what's in there to everybody. He's like, "Well, birth control." <laughs> And then opens it to like see how much birth control is in there. Yeah. Yeah. Super fucked up. Super fucked. Up. Mm-hmm. I like boys. Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking maybe that was why you picked the movie. Why? Because you wanted to hear that song. I thought it was pretty good. That was fucking weird. Yeah, it was extremely weird. Also, I realized I just I picked another musical. Oh, you picked a musical. Before? Yeah, American Astronaut. Oh. Yeah, you did. Did. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another creepy thing. <laughs> the, the girls, like, their gym dress-out clothes. Yeah, those... That was weird because they're like really high cut, like leotards, and they weren't wearing leggings yeah. or, or yeah, anything. No tights, just really high cut leotards. Yeah. Waxing your genitals shouldn't be a prerequisite for being able to wear your gym dress out clothes. Yeah. 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 And like that wasn't even because at one point those were like the cheerleaders. But Louise wasn't a cheerleader, and she still had to wear that. Yeah. So that's like school-mandated weird fetish dress-out stuff. Pretty fucked up. The story's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's what I'm telling you. I think the director thought that the teacher was an awesome dude. And that when she gets revenge on him, this is her going too far. It's not supposed to be like, yay, it's funny. It's like, no, this is a turning point where now she's a jerk. Yeah, this movie's basically about a lady, like a girl who's kind of unpopular, gets magic powers, then immediately starts abusing all of them. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it, it like, that's all supposed to be, like, you know her ma- her magic powers like becoming a witch is supposed to be like a metaphor for her becoming a woman and that's why there's all this stuff in the movie that's like trying to get kids to get all horny and sexy so you think like her uh magic powers may have been like a symbol- like her period yeah like a symbol for her like sexual prowess or powers or power sex i don't know Yeah, I was thinking more of like going through puberty or finishing going through puberty. Um, But yeah, that's part of it. When you finish puberty, you get the a medal that gives you sex powers. At least I did. Me too. I'm I'm so good at sex. Oh, are you good at sex too, Logan? Uh, people haven't said otherwise. No one. No one said that I'm not, so I'm going to go with that. All right. We should start a spinoff podcast where we talk about how good we are at sex. Let's not. Well, we'll talk about it later. 
But speaking of trying to get kids to have sex, uh, also, then there is that weird sex ed scene for no reason. Yeah. Where, yeah, the teacher is, like, explaining how to have sex to the kids. Like, always and... wear rubber. Oh, like, yeah. I like the, how, like the guy had the dick rap, the dick song that he made. Yes, I was about to bring that up. That was maybe the only part of the movie that I genuinely liked. <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed that. There was another part of the movie that I actually laughed out loud. That I thought was, I mean, the part wasn't funny, but it reminded me of something else that was funny. What's that? When the teacher said, I'm going on sabbatical. I don't immediately thought of Todd the Book of Pure Evil. <laughs> Such a great show. I gotta rewatch that soon. Did you ever watch the, um, the, like, movie finale thing? Uh, it hasn't come out yet. Man. Yeah, they had some problems with it, apparently. Like, it was too good? Like, legal problems. <laughs> <laughs> great. Alright, I wanted to ask about the, um... I'm gonna say what the what the uh, the rapping doofus said. Um, one of the terms that he used for a penis, though, I it sounded to me like he said uh, "love wand," and that sounds like a euphemism for a dick. But the subtitle said "a loved one." Like, have you ever? <laughs> heard of somebody referring to a dick as a loved one uh no but i'm about to start hearing that a lot <laughs> from yourself maybe well time to drain the loved one man that's a creepy sentence yeah that's super creepy so anyways the uh in the sex ed class the teacher, for some reason, she's holding up like a retractable umbrella that's like retracted. And she's like, does anybody know what this symbolizes? I don't know what's going on. But that kid stand up and he goes, a Roger, a loved one, joystick, dong, zipper lizard, tallywhacker, trouser snake schlong. And he's about to keep going, but she's like, like, oh, oh that's enough. Thank you. And he sits down and he's like, you're welcome. Like, very genuinely, like, he thought what he did helped in some way. I mean, in case someone didn't realize what that was, he went over all the different things you could call it. Yeah, so he wasn't trying to disrupt class. He really thinks what he does is helping. Probably it did. Was a, but it was during this scene that I realized, like, that this character might actually be there's some kind of mental or neurological condition that this is actually the only way that he can interact with the world by rapping. Yeah. And acting the way he does, like he, he's not trying to be obnoxious. And then I felt bad for making fun of him. Probably should. Yeah. All right. So the sex ed scene ends when she's like, here's a condom. You got to make sure to use one of those. And then a student says, condom and then, and then they all start saying it yeah and then they're chanting condom and she's condom. like yeah you guys yeah got she's it. like dancing around and then the umbrella pops open and she goes oh 
And I wrote down in my notes here at that point, seriously, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand what anything that happens in this movie is supposed to be. I think that so anyways, symbolized like the uh, ejaculation. But why? Why is the teacher doing that? I don't know. Maybe she's trying to get the kids to see something. It's fucking weird, man. It's fucking weird. Nothing in this movie makes sense. I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, what? Like, there's one part of the movie that really fucking bugged me. It bugged me a lot. When they're in the backstage of the concert, and it's like, oh, Lewis Miller, I want to give you my lucky jacket. I've had this since my first, like, performance. Here, take this. She is magic that jacket away. Like, she probably fucking loved that jacket. Like, that's been with her forever. And she's yeah, fucking this girl, from her. This that... girl has absolutely no fucking concern for anybody. Like, she just is abusing the shit out of people with magic. Yeah. And it's... The question is actually, it's never even raised if that is ethical or not. Like, it never occurs to anyone that that's not a cool thing to do. Yeah. Alright, so then she finds that weird necklace. And it, like, gives her powers... She goes to the fortune teller, played by Zelda Rubenstein from from Poultry Geist. Not Poultry Geist, Poultry Geist. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's not in Poultry Geist. Mm. Poultry okay. Geist is also a musical. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's a trauma film. Mm-hmm. I knew it was. I have the chicken dead. Yeah, and she tells her, like, Oh, you're a witch and you're reincarnated and me too. And like we were pals or something, maybe. I don't remember. And then she was tells her that her necklace belonged to her and it gives her powers. Then she goes on the date with the Geekazoid that we already talked about. Yeah. And I made a note because when they went outside, she dropped this knowledge on us, which I did not know uh, that wishes travel at the speed of light because she said like you know the nearest star is four years away so if you wish on a star it'll take eight years for it to come true i don't have any joke about that i just think that that was some interesting information that i didn't know i think more people like that should be out there yeah i mean i need to start making some wishes get my eight-year plan going yeah that's what an eight-year plan is is a wish yeah, gotta wish upon a star and then just fuck around and try to survive until that wish like comes back around. Yeah, make some wishes too that you'll survive for a while. So maybe that one will kick in before your other wishes. Ah, uh, well, yeah, like yeah, like kids, if you're listening now, you gotta make your wishes now. So when you're an adult, you have something, you have some wishes that get granted. Don't go overboard though, because then the wishing fairies have eight years to kill you if you're making too many wishes. Like, just make the one like, oh, I want to live for X amount of years, and then act like you're never going to make another fucking wish. Well, I would just like wish that, like, when you hit 18, you like make you win like $50 million, and then you can just play video games for the rest of your life. Are you waiting till you're 18 to keep the money from your parents? Yeah, because then it's not your money if if you get it before then. Hmm. Well, if I'm giving this advice to my kids, it's going to be do not wait until you're 18. 
so I can fucking steal that money. You gotta well, get paid. Well, I was gonna say like so you can buy a lottery ticket too, but I don't think uh, like I don't think it's legal for them to buy one beforehand. Oh right, yeah, you should actually work in the actual like the the specific source of the money because if you just wish that you get that much money, it's probably gonna be from something bad happening. Yeah, like your parent dying and then like you get insurance money. Yeah, exactly. Your kid getting crushed in a in a box machine or something. Wow, if your kid gets crushed in a box machine, I know where I know what happened now. <laughs> what? What did you think I meant by box machine? Uh, a machine that makes boxes or a box like a cardboard compactor. That's pretty close to what I meant. I was I think like, oh hey, little Billy, I put an insurance plan on you. And then, like, you just throw him in a box machine. Oh, no, he slipped! Give me $50 million now! A week later. Mr. Henderson, I noticed that you last week purchased uh, a, a, a very expensive box machine clause that pays out triple if your son gets thrown into a box machine. Then you want to get paid because it was an accident where he slipped. You get thrown. Hey. Exactly. But you're supposed to act the scene out. You be Mr. Henderson. No. Uh, yeah, Mr. Henderson, that's what it says right here. No. No? No. Look, do you want this insurance money or not? Yes. Well, too bad, because <laughs> uh, it looks to us like it was an accident, like he just slipped. Okay. Mr. Henderson, are you all right? Are you all right? Oh, you're in shock. I'm sorry. Get out of my office. All right. Well, we're not going to pay you any money. And all insurance adjusters are crooks. Yeah. Except for mine. They're great. All right, so anyways, the dwee boy is trying to rape her, like, while he's driving. Yeah. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, I wish you'd leave me alone, and he fucking disappears. Yeah, she was, like, straight up murdered that dude. Yeah, she did. And she never, she never thinks twice about it. Like, the only thing she thinks about it is, whoa, that's surprising. She never makes any attempt whatsoever to bring him back to life. Well, she freaks out, like, because what happened? And she's, then, like, she's like, "Oh yeah, your spells are weak. Water breaks the spells." And she's like, "Oh, cool, okay, cool." And then she just never references yeah, it again. She doesn't. <laughs> Which normally, I, I would be like, like, I would think that that's really funny how callous they're being with like a person's life. But I kind of feel like it was the right call in this, in this case, that. You should just let that guy be dead, like she did. But it was really funny because she like she stopped his, she took over his car and stopped it, and then she, <laughs> there was a scene where she rode her bike to the fortune teller's house, and knocked on the door, and she doesn't answer, and she goes, "Oh, she's not home," and then they show her riding her bike back. There's no reason for that scene. But they actually bother to show her going there. Nothing comes of it. And then she, her going back. 
I thought it was hilarious, especially because it's not like that's a plot point where the fortune teller is like going to be unavailable for part of the movie. She's there the next morning. Like she goes right there and they have whatever conversation where she explains her magic to her. I also like the fact that like where she explained, uh, Oh, you'll get your powers on your 16th birthday next week. Right. She's like, yeah. And then it just immediately goes to her 16th birthday. Just skips an entire week. (laughs) What if her powers got there early and so she was like, oh, I can't wait. And then it just skipped like she was like, I wish it was next week. And it skipped and she didn't even know that she did that. Yeah. Yeah, that maybe did happen. I agree. Um, She t- turns her brother into a dog. Her parents come home and she's going to put him in a bubble bath to hide him. Which, first of all, there's a big-ass, drawn, like, freshly drawn bubble bath in the bathroom for some reason. Yeah. And also, she's gonna drown him. Yeah, it's a little tiny dog. Yeah. That dog's gonna be dead if she had just put him in there and he didn't change back. <laughs> this girl is fucking insane. <laughs> Her parents go just find a dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> missing brother. Oh, I did actually think of an explanation for the bubble bath is maybe he was going to make that fucking big gross pizza and then like eat it in the bubble bath. But he hates baths. That's I know. See, that's what that's what it didn't make sense that he would want to bathe. But I don't know. I feel like eating a giant pizza in a bubble bath actually sounds cool. I kind of want to try it now. I like how later on the movie she just kind of like made him her slave. Like he's ends up being in a butler outfit, just like fucking makes her brother her slave. Like she's a complete sociopath. Yeah, I mean, she's and use like psychic domination on people. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if there's anyone in this movie who is not a sociopath. Like even her friend, when she's like, you know, pointing out that what she's doing is wrong. The thing that she's complaining about is that she didn't bring her along with her. Like, yo, you're popular, but you left me in the fucking uh, uh, shit town. I don't think her friend knows that, like, she has actual magic powers. But that that is her friend's complaint is that you're popular, but you left me like back in the like, yeah, like she just kind of ditched her. Like, she just quit hanging out with her all of a sudden. So I don't think that her friend is like there's nothing that that shows us that her friend is not a sociopath. That, that like I don't know, like nothing really said that she is either. That's what I'm saying. I think it is completely possible that everyone in this movie is. I honestly Brad seemed like a pretty good nice guy too. Pretty chill. Like he actually seemed like a good character. Oh wait, was the, was was he that cardboard cutout that we saw around? He was the one that uh was the psychically dominated to cheat on his girlfriend. Yeah, I don't even remember him because he was so fucking boring. Yeah, like he drove her off the road and he's like, "Oh no," and he like went and checked up on her. Like, so he actually cares and he was like gonna give her a ride home. Then he like talked to her and tried to like. Uh, yeah, that's true. He did do that. Okay, maybe he's not then. Yeah, I mean... The one person that's not a sociopath gets fucking enslaved with magic. Yeah. I mean, basically everyone did. Yeah, that's true. So the gypsy shows her how to create money. 
And see, this is what I was thinking about. That's that's all you need, right? Like, just you just use that power and don't use any other magic powers. The the headline of the story at that point, if you can make money, isn't even you know like which necklace magic. It's no, it's the cash making necklace. Yeah, because I feel like you know. If I had access to magic powers, I wouldn't want to abuse other people. Like, I wouldn't want to take away other people's free will and make them do things they don't want. So, like, anything other than that that I wanted, I could just use cash for. Like, even if I was like, oh, I want a swimming pool, like... I wouldn't just wish for one. I'd wish for money and then stimulate the the swimming pool building industry in, in my town. I don't know. Then you have to worry about the IRS. Um, well, I wouldn't feel bad about psychically dominating the IRS. <laughs> Slippery slopes, Matt. Slippery slopes. <laughs> no, I think I can stop there. Like, I'll just have the IRS auditor just say, oh, we're wrong, and you're fine. And then I might have them take their pants off and, you know, do whatever I want with them there. But that's just because I'm already, like, I'm already using weird control magic on them. Like, I might as well do a little bit more. Maybe to their family. Slippery slope. Mm. All right, I'm sick of you questioning me. I'm going to stop your, your brain from working. Oh, wait, I don't even have the powers yeah. yet. What am I doing? Fuck. Okay, now I see what you're saying, Logan. I see what you're saying. You're right. Until I get my powers, then then magic powers are, are bad. So the fortune teller teaches her the weird sex magic that she has to, like, she, she wants to enslave that guy. It, the fortune teller actually uses the term love slave. Yeah. You make him your love slave. And she wants her to, uh, uh, she says that she has to get him to sit on her bed. And then she says some magic words. I figure if he's already sitting on her bed, it's halfway done and he doesn't, she doesn't even really need the spell. Yeah, exactly. It's like to do the spell, you need like some of his essence. Like if you already got his essence, then. You know what I'm saying by essence, Logan? Yeah, I think I do. His jizz. Oh, I thought he meant his essence. No. I meant penis jism. But anyway, so she's trying to get him to sit on her bed because he's coming over to the study. So she, like, takes the chairs out of her room. And when he walks in, he's like, where are all the chairs? And that's, like, the same words that multiple people use like her family members come in and they go where are all the chairs how many fucking chairs does she normally have in her bedroom yeah that's what i'm wondering it's like fucking weird like she just like act well she had like three or four chairs in that closet i think yeah like a lot of chairs one chair in your bedroom is perfectly reasonable two chairs in your bedroom that's kind of weird anything more than that is insane an insane amount of chairs to have in your bedroom. Yeah, I usually have those chairs like other places. Yeah, that suggests to me that you're like setting up an area for like an audience to like watch whatever is going on in your bed. 
which if you're an adult and you want to invite an audience into your house to watch you do whatever you're doing in your bed, that's fine. But this girl's 16 and I don't approve of it. I think it's immoral, at least in this country. In any country where it's legal, then it's moral there. That's fine. But I don't like it going on here in America. this country. Logan, I didn't want to say the name of the country. That's that's PII. Now people can find us. Also, her dad brings in snacks for them, and there's apples and milk. That's fucking gross. That's kind of weird. I was wondering if, like, was he doing some kind of spell? With apples and milk? Yeah. Like, that seems like a weird combination of ingredients that possibly could be some, like, magic-related somehow. Maybe. Yeah. So anyways, that bitch starts saying spells and shit. And... (laughs) Oh, yeah, Brad, right? Yeah. He he brought up at one point, he was like, oh, sorry for for hooking you up with my lame geekazoid cousin. And she was like, oh, that's okay. I told him to get lost and he disappeared. Well, well no. Yeah, like what he said was, he, he said like he didn't seem like he seemed kind of out of it. Like he had been doing drugs or something. That's what he said. His cousin like seemed kind of out there. Like he shouldn't have left her alone with him. That's what he said. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah, so maybe that's you're right. Very that, true. Maybe you're right. Maybe he is a sociopath. Yeah, maybe he was actually only gonna help her on the side of the road because he already wanted to cheat on his girlfriend. Oh, maybe. So, anyways, she's like, "Oh, don't, don't worry about it. I told him to get lost, and he disappeared. I really wanted the guy to follow up with, like, yeah, he's missing. Like, do you?" <laughs> Do you have any information, any more information than that? Like, did he say where he was going or like no one has heard of him since that night? But nobody, nobody cares. So it's another example. All right. I'm starting to turn around on Brad. I think he's a sociopath, too. Um, all right. She makes her creepy uh, teacher strip, which, as we all know, is what all teenage girls secretly want of their old creepy uh, teachers. And, oh yeah, the water thing uh, is really inconsistent because they multiple times have water like negate her spells, but then at that one point, she's like in the rain doing magic. When was that? With the like carousel. Oh. I thought she she was just practicing like incantations. was that magical rain, maybe? And that's why it didn't count? I didn't think she actually did magic. I think she was just practicing incantations she was reading. But as she was doing it, like, stuff was happening. Like, oh. I thought that's what actually made the carousel come to life. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to that. I guess I missed that part. Yeah. Yeah, but I felt like that was inconsistent. Like, her actual powers are really inconsistent in general. Because there's there's sometimes that she's told, like, you know, oh, if you want to do this, like, she's given very detailed instructions of the spell that has, like, verbal, somatic, and material components. But then sometimes she says she wishes something would happen, and it happens. 
And sometimes she just looks at something and changes it to however she wants it to be. Yeah. So that's weird. Um, oh yeah. Uh, how'd you like her teacher <laughs> or the, the teacher that she liked the, um, the like wardrobe mistress. Yeah. Going off with count Armando Lagando. Well, that sounds kind of racist, and yeah, yeah, she just dominated another person, like, randomly. Yeah. I wondered if that guy was enslaved, too, or if that was, like, a golem that she made. Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. Um. Then there's the sequence top that. <sighs> yeah, that's weird. I wouldn't even recommend looking up top that like that clip uh i would recommend instead watching the episode of 30 rock called senior macho solo because um later on in the episode kenneth parcel at one point raps one line of top that so watch that instead of this movie or any part of this movie online when she the 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 top that scene when she comes up <laughs> Why don't you go and top that? Top that. That was awful. Yeah, it was. It was so bad. When they're and then she they're... magics her friend rap thing uh, powers, which aren't even very good. Nope. But when they like come around the corner on their bikes and she sees the like geeky rappers, she says, Oh my god. <laughs> And I was wondering why she said that. Because like, she's a stupid kid, man. Like, kid's stupid. And she has a crush on the dude. They were just talking about him. If that was it, then, you know, some other response, like, oh, you know, just being shocked. But she, like, exclaims, oh, my God. <laughs> like, maybe she was responding to how bad what they were doing was. But I don't know. She seemed into it. She always yeah. seemed really, really into the dumb shit they were doing. Yeah. She goes uh, to the fortune teller who gives her, like, the spell to, you know, make her really popular. You know, like, before she goes and steals that woman's coat. And becomes yeah, that was so whatever. fucked up, man. That was very fucked up. And uh, she, she made some kind of remark. I just want to know if you made sense of this. She had a, some kind of liquid, and she said that that was the last of her powers, and she was saving it for a mink coat to wear in the Ice Age. Yeah. Do you have any idea what any of the things I just said means? Well, she was saving it to, like, conjure up a mink coat for when, like, a second Ice Age appeared, because I assume she has, like, a different, like, lifespan than regular people. I assumed not. Like, if she ran out of her magic already, like, wouldn't she just be a dead person i don't know man all right so you don't know either i have a note here that says more bad rapping class applauds i don't remember what that means you just watch the movie don't even remember (laughs) like i forgot most of the movie already like i'm trying to like block it out like as a coping mechanism all right right and then they in that abandoned house oh yeah god it's She's so fucked up, man. Like, yeah, that's rape. Yeah, fucked and up, dude. It was after that, actually, that she finally starts like realizing that there's a problem with what she's doing, and she uh, asks the fortune teller for advice. But it's not even is this wrong what I'm doing. Her problem is 
oh, I don't know if he really loves me or not. No, he doesn't. You enslaved his mind. He didn't like you. Then you enslaved his mind. And then he likes you. No, he does not really like you. It's the magic spell you put on him. I can answer that question for you. Anyways, it's fucking sick. Yeah. It's pretty awful. And then she she gets the lead in the play finally because she tells the girl that's the lead in the play, break a leg, and then she breaks her leg. And they're like, oh, you're the understudy. She's There's no way she's the understudy, right? They... Huh. I don't think they mentioned that information at any point. They, did they said not. that they said that she was the assistant wardrobe mistress or something like that. Yeah, they're the part where she auditioned for it, but and she sat on that kid's lap. Yeah, that was fucking creepy too. Yeah, there's another scene where her and Zelda Rubenstein take turns sitting in each other's laps. You remember that? Yeah, near the end. What the fuck? I, I don't know. I think that the, that's another weird perversion. Somebody wanted to see that. So anyways, her friend's mad at her and is like, you know, because she's totally fucking ditching her and not giving shit about her now that other kids like her and she's hanging out with them. Um, So her brother at the end, you think he was enslaved? Oh, totally. See, when I saw it, I thought that he was just scared of her now. <laughs> Since she turned him into a dog. No, she put that spell on everyone, so everyone loved her. Okay, I guess you're probably right. I thought it was funny that he could actually be really helpful to everybody as long as he was still being weird as fuck. Like, he didn't he didn't have to be disruptive. He could do what people want of him as long as he gets to be really fucking weird while he's doing it. What? Because he was acting so fucking weird. He had like the bellhop costume and is like, I took the liberty oh. of ironing your homework. Yeah, that is really weird. Yeah. Um, so anyways, this movie sucked. <laughs> um, the, the end, they have the dance, which for some reason Zelda Rubenstein goes to. I don't know why she's allowed in there. But it's at a certain point, she like takes the necklace off and like, casts it aside and then she has a dance with brad and that's where it fucking ends she never makes up with her friend as far as we know they never speak again she it's it's like a weird incomplete it's like she sort of has a hero's journey where uh you know she's unpopular and she wants to be cool and then she uh, gets magic and oh now it's making her cool but it's not exactly what she what she wanted only because she she's sad that it's not real that it's caused by magic but then at the end it's just like she's still dating that guy she never learned the lesson of oh the thing i wanted isn't the important thing you know being cool isn't the important thing she didn't change in that way. She just changed in. She succeeded at being popular and cool. Like she got the really shallow thing that she wanted. Yeah. And I don't think anyone else in the movie really changes. <laughs> See, I went from like me, like this movie's mediocre to now this movie's fucking awful. Like it's just really bad. Sends a really bad message. 
Yeah, it does. Even at the end, Zelda Rubenstein is like out of power now, supposedly. Uh, Louise uh, uh, gets, ri- gets rid of... Yeah, she gets rid of the, the necklace and Zelda Rubenstein ends up with it. And she's like, oh, you know, it's nice. Like, oh, now she can have power to manipulate people also. Which she, but she com- did. She, huh? She will completely abuse that, too. She's like, oh, yeah. She was the devil whispering in her ear the entire time. Like, she already said that, that she only manipulated people, that nobody ever liked her. So she just manipulated them and, like, never tried to get people to like her. But. It's there's like a nice thing that she's like, oh, she ended up with it. But Louise didn't even like give her the necklace. She just fucking threw it across the room while she was at the dance. She's like, ah, fuck this necklace and just threw it away. And Zelda just happened to like find it on the floor. Yeah, she's going to abuse the shit out of that power, too. Absolutely. Yeah, this movie sucked. It's these people are all monsters. And I have one more note, which at the last scene where she's like looking at Brad, I think there was a dude on the right that was really distracting to me because he's got to be like 48 years old and he's wearing like a weird sweater and dancing like a real dork. That's all. Uh. Also, they do. They do finally acknowledge at the end that the uh, rapping guys are not cool. Because <laughs> they're all standing around, and the one guy's like, all right, boys, now this place is crawling with hungry babes. Let's make our moves. And they do like a weird choreographed move. And then you look at the table of nerds where um, where Louise's friends is sitting now with a couple other like nerd girls, I guess. And one of them is like, uh, it could be worse. We could be doing that. And like pointed at the weird rapping dorks. But yeah. in light of the fact that they might be differently abled. Yeah, now that puts that in a different light that they're being mean to those. Those challenged kids. It was the 80s. It was OK to be awful. I guess that's true. So they made like a, a Broadway play out of this, I think. Like in recent years. Seriously? Yeah. Since it became a cult <laughs> a cult hit for being a bad movie. And uh I think you can also buy the soundtrack now. Why would you want to? I don't know, man. Maybe if you were a tween when you saw this and it actually did awaken you sexually, maybe you like need to hear some of these songs to to get to get you hot. Like you need to hear uh, Dream Lover. You need to hear High School Blues or I Like Boys or Rap is is one of the titles of one of the songs. (laughs) <laughs> seriously that's yes <laughs> never gonna be <laughs> the same again yeah sorry i made you watch this dude oh uh, you should be i'm glad i watched it though i'm not glad i watched it i'm glad because now i never have to watch it could you imagine how bad that would be if you ever had to watch this for any reason 
yeah, I kind of just experienced that. Right, and aren't you glad whatever else happens in your life, you'll never have to do that again? Who says I won't? I mean, like, if Dylan might pick, like, whatever that stupid movie is. Yeah, but if Dylan comes back and he picks Teen Witch, you don't have to watch Teen Witch again. You can go, okay, great. I'm totally equipped to talk about Teen Witch. No, I have to say, like, no, we already talked about Teen Witch. You have to pick something else. Would you really pull that kind of dick move, Logan? Yeah, because I'm not rewatching. like, we're not doing episodes of stuff we already did. Look, I'm not saying I wanted to pick a same movie over again, but I think you're being a real fucking asshole saying that you would not let somebody pick it uh, something again. No. I'm going to pick Teen Witch next time. Don't do that. What are we going to do? Talk about the same things we talked about this time? No, we'll talk about something totally different. I mean, if you want to pick a Teen Witch remake, like, I'd watch that, I guess. I mean... <laughs> Why are you putting these ideas in my head? Also, Wikipedia says it was originally conceived as a, like, girl teen wolf. I don't even know what that means. means like, Michael J. Fox supposed to play a girl, I guess? Yeah, maybe. Like he did in uh, Back to the Future 2? Exactly. Hey, uh, do you ever watch Back to the Future 2 and you get kind of, like, you know, boned up when when you see Marlene McFly? No. No? No, me either. I'm just curious. Well, curiosity should be sated. Yeah, amongst other things. <laughs> uh, so what you been watching lately, Logan? Oh, first we should go over a favorite scene. I oh, like God the penis damn it. <laughs> Which scene? The penis rap. Okay. What was uh, your favorite scene, Matt? I heard you say rap, and I was going to look up the lyrics to whichever one it was, but I know the penis lyrics by heart. Yeah, but what's your favorite scene? Favorite scene? Well, let's see. I already said that that was the only part of the movie I liked, was the penis rap. So that's settled. The penis rap is the only good thing <laughs> about this movie. So, Matt, what have you been watching recently? Um, I watched fucking teen witch which sucked made me feel bad um oh i know what my favorite scene was <laughs> instead of the dick rap it was when they bother to show her riding her bike across town to the fortune teller's house show her knock on the door and no one answer and her go she's not here and then show her ride her bike back for absolutely no reason. That had nothing to do with any part of the movie. I like that. I actually did enjoy that. That there was a long, pointless thing that meant nothing and contributed nothing. I guess a lot of a lot of parts of this movie contributed nothing and meant nothing, but but that was one that I liked. Also, I'm glad that Dweeboyd is dead. So he tried to rape that girl. And he was very bad at it. Fair enough. Thank you. So, Teen Witch is all you've really been watching? 
I watched something else. Are you going to name it, or are you just going to say, like, you watch something else and just never talk about it? I might do that one. Let me, I'll think while you tell me what you've been watching. I watched You, Me, and the Apocalypse, which seems okay, I guess. Uh, it's a new show, it's only two episodes in. And I also watched Lucifer, which, I don't know, I don't really like it. It seems like it's made for really white people. Yeah, Lucifer, I haven't watched it, but I saw that it exists. Uh, it just struck me as something that I so wish was good, but I'm sure will not be. I like that book. I should read it. Mm. I should read the Sandman stuff. I haven't read any of that stuff. Oh, Sandman stuff is so good. Some of it more than others, but it's so fucking good. I mean, I don't need to tell you that. You already have heard that. Yeah. Neil Gaiman writes some good stuff. Also, you don't have to do anything to his name to make it like a gay porn name. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what I've been watching. Like, Lucifer, which doesn't seem really good, very good. And mm. You Mean the Apocalypse, which seems mediocre. Wish there was more stuff on that actually seemed cool. I just watch a couple anime shows and movies every so often. Yeah. I've been watching a I watched a whole bunch of The Rockford Files this week. I like that show. Cool. I just watched um uh the first one with Isaac Hayes in it. Pretty sure he did the music for it too. Um and I understand it's uh, it's the first of 3 appearances of Isaac Hayes's character. I thought this first one was pretty good. Also, I, I already mentioned The Revenant, right? Uh, No, you didn't, actually. Well, I, I dislike The Revenant a little more. The more I think about it, I, I think especially just because so many people love it. Okay, that seems like a stupid reason, but whatever. No, it's... It's like there's actually there's been stuff that I would watch that I would be like, oh, this is a four star show or whatever, definitely. And like go to rate it. And then it's got one star. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to rate it as five stars just to try and boost the star rating because this is definitely not a fucking one star. I feel like it's the the inverse of that for The Revenant. It's like this is a solid three star movie like I. It's not a two star. It's a three star, but I'm going to give it a one star now because it's not a fucking five star movie. Um, I'm going to spoil The Revenant a little bit, but it's not really a spoiler. I'm not going to say anything. OK, good. You did. You didn't already know what was going to happen. Well, I haven't seen it at all, so I'd actually prefer you not spoil it. Like I said, I'm not going to say anything that you didn't know was going to happen. I know nothing about the film, so I'd rather not hear anything. <laughs> Do you know the premise that Leonardo no. DiCaprio is trying to get revenge? Oh, well, you just ruined that for me. Thanks. Okay, well, now I can spoil it. <laughs> oh, I already told you what's going to happen, so I'm going to tell you what's going to happen now. All right, well, I'm going to say this. If you don't want to hear it, I'm going to set a timer for one minute, and I'm going to get whatever I want to say about The Revenant into this one minute. And, uh, Logan, if you don't want to hear it, then you stop listening for one minute also. All right. Three, two, one, now. All right, so 
uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is traveling with these fur trappers and he's got a, a half native son and then he gets mauled by a bear and then they don't think he's going to survive. They, uh, they leave two guys behind to wait until he dies and then bury him. But they get in an argument and one of them, Tom Hardy, uh, kills his son. And so he's like, ah, and then he tracks them down to get revenge. Spoiler, he, he does, obviously. Um, but the actual story... He did not have a son. That was completely fucking invented for the movie. It wasn't even in the book that the movie was based on. He goes and finds the guys and he forgives the young one because of his youth because he was only 19. But he's still going to go get the other one because he's an older guy, 23. And he's going to fucking murder him. He finds the older guy, but the older guy has ran off and joined the army. Uh, and so he doesn't want to kill him because there's a strict penalty for killing army guys. So he lets him live too. I think that would have been way more interesting than the dumbed down fucking stupid movie version that they did. That's all I want to say about The Revenant. I mean, I have more to say, but I'm not going to say it right now. Logan? Okay, so you're done now? Yep. Awesome. Did you pop in at any point? Uh, no, I just went and used the restroom and went and walked around the house. Fuck, I would have gave myself more time then. But you got it done, right? Yeah. The thing that I was talking about here was the changes that they made for the movie. Chicha changes? Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of, okay. of those changes. So was the book before? Yeah, and the book was based on, you know, like a real guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a like an old mountain man who became kind of a, a legend. Oh, so he's legend? Yes, he, he am legend. Oh, man, I really want to see legend. Uh, Like the Tom Cruise film? No, the movie starring Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. Oh, okay. As twins. <laughs> As the Cray twins, the gangsters. It comes to Blu-ray in like a month or two, I think. I didn't even know it came out. Yep, came and went, and it hasn't came again yet. Oh. All right, so is it that time of the night? to? Mm. Yep. The time where we click disable on Skype and go to bed. Oh, it's almost that time. I think someone needs to ask something. Oh, you're forgetting something first? Yeah, I think okay. we're forgetting something first. All right, I'll I'll ask it. Logan! Are you good at sex? Uh, that's not the question that... Oh, that's for the other podcast. Okay. Um, what is this one? The movie one. Logan, are you good at movies? That's not the... That's not which the... movie? Which movie? Logan, which movie are you going to be good at S next week? Say it right. Say it right. Logan, pick that movie or whatever, please. Turbo Kid! All right, I'll watch that. Yeah, you should. I'm going to watch it. looks pretty good. Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid. Is that like a turducken, but with, like, gas and stuff? No. Oh. Yeah, that's the film. It looks pretty cool, and I guess we're going to go to sleep now. Good night, everybody. Not together, though. Get your minds out of the gutters, listeners. Not that there's anything wrong with that, right, Matt? There's not, but I fucking hate these listeners. I'm sick of you fucking people listening to the words I say. What's wrong with you? He just sounds like Teen Witch. There's something wrong with him.
Now let's switch over to the uh, Seinfeld cast and discuss if that episode of Seinfeld was homophobic or not. What? The, not that there's anything wrong with that episode. I don't know. I don't think it is. I think... Never mind. Yeah. Night, everybody. Good... All right, thank you for listening to another episode of the show. Email hltatmow at gmail.com. Tell me and Logan if you want to hear us do a sex cast where we talk about all the cool sex stuff that we have done not together. Now that there's anything wrong with that, and tell us if you want us to do a Seinfeld cast where we discuss episodes of Seinfeld. One person who will probably be really good at talking about that, and the other person seem like he doesn't even know what show we're talking about exactly. Sounds good. Shut up, you motherfuckers. I'm recording a thing. Get out of here. Alright, well these two kids look like they want to fuck in this old house where I record this. So I'm going to get on out of here. Good night. Keep on doing it. Yeah, it was the guy playing the saxophone at the concert. He was like, <laughs> well, I assumed that, but what else screen, did he like, do? Uh, he played the saxophone at the concert. That's all he did. He was there for like five seconds. But he like committed? Yeah, he was getting into it, man. Okay. So it was that he was really good at the saxophone, not that he was <laughs> the only character in the movie who didn't seem like a bad person. Well, all I know about him is that he loves playing saxophone. Yeah, like makes him seem like he might be a bad person. Well, I did like the part where her friend says, "Geez, Louise." That was a good part. Yeah, you would like that part, would you? I probably would, honestly. Yeah, I concur. You can? Yeah, I believe that. I believe that you would. All right, man. I'll catch you later. All right, good night. Bye.